What's up, guys? Welcome to the first episode of Ringside Talk. I'm Stephen Laurie, and uh, joining me is my co-host from The Fade and Philadelphia Sports Radio, Luke Edzima. Um, the Volk fight and Islam fights in two days, man. I just gotta, I just gotta know, man. What do you think? You know, I'm, I'm probably gonna say, dude. I know you're, I know you're rooting for Volk here, but for some odd reason, dude, I want Volk to win. But I think Islam is gonna have it within two rounds. I just think the wrestling is gonna be strong. You know, obviously I'm a wrestler, but. I, I think Islam, dude, if Volk doesn't stay on his feet, dude, Islam looked really good against Oliveira. And I honestly think, dude, Islam might have this fight. You said that uh, Volk gets both the titles, though, if he wins, right? Yeah, Volk gets both titles. It's for the lightweight. Yeah, so, I mean, they might have, like, Volk might end up winning this, but I could see, like, Islam, like, just having, like, one of those boring wrestling matches to where it's like, oh, man, let's turn this off, you know. But Hulk's mm. a very smaller guy. He's only probably like, what, at tops, like 5'6"? Yeah, he's not that big. Yeah, he's not that big of a guy. So I can see, like, Islam, like, doing his justice on him. I watched – shout out to the Nelk boys. I watched their video. I wasn't really ever a fan of, Vol- or of Islam. But I mean, he's a cool guy in person, and you can see the way these got these Russians, dude, these Dagestanians, man, they train their tail yeah. off, man, bad, you know. So I'm I'm gonna go and take uh, Islam. I I agree with you, dude. In the back of my head, I really want Volk to win, but it, like you said, dude, it's just those Dagestanis, man, over there. They're they're bred different, man. They're over there running up mountains all day long, dude. Not not taking one heavy breath and, and Volk's a rugby player and stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like he was a professional rugby player over there in Australia. That's like being an NFL player over here. It's one of their favorite sports over there. And it, he, he has really good takedown defense Volk. He's really strong. He's really sturdy on his feet, but Islam dude, like he's, he's like Khabib. Like, you know what I mean? He's, He's bred different, man. He's wrestling bears, bro. The kid's 10 years <laughs> old. He's wrestling bears that are twice his size. Like, the kid, he's he's been training his entire life for this. He, he even says it, dude. Like, he doesn't have the best English, but he even says it. Like, I've been training my, <laughs> I've been training my whole life for this. Like, he, he's the, 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 just those Dagestanis, man. They're bred different, but I really want Volk to pull through, like, with the, the Ortega fight, man. Like Volk, I mean Islam. Been submitted, man. He should have been. Islam submitted. taps, and that's what Islam's known for, dude. Going in there and getting them chokes. Mm-hmm. Alexander Volkanovsky, and that is Brian Ortega. I don't know if you know this or not, like anything about Brian Ortega, but that is Brian Ortega's move. That choke that he had locked yeah, in on yeah. Volk, like that is his move, dude. That is his finishing move. He uses that. It is his best submission. Ask anybody, and Volk. Squirmed around like a worm. Yeah, he had that thing. He was locked in there for over a minute. Dude, he had that thing locked in so tight. He was like a fish hooked onto like the end of the reel, man, just squirming like that, and he got out of it. Like that's, like that is just incredible strength, man. That just proves how strong he is, and that's the thing. Like with the when he fights Volk, like I just I, I I don't see. Um, I mean, when he fights Islam, I don't see Volk tapping, dude. I really don't. Like, he's he's one of them dudes, man, and everybody says it, like Daniel Cormier and them. Like, he's one of them guys that has no quit in him. And he's he's really not, dude. Like, he's – I mean, he really is. Like, he's the, – the Brian Ortega choke. I mean, Ortega's not the best fighter. He's really good. Don't get me wrong. He's very good. But he got lucky. But, yeah, he got lucky trying to lock that choke in on Volk. Dude, that would never – happen today never um and yeah man it's just a it's a huge fight but in the back of my head i think i think islam's gonna get it don't get me wrong if volk gets it i'll be ecstatic because he gets pumped up man if he beats islam while he's on an 11 win fight streak in front of his home crowd in australia for the double champ he is gonna be going crazy in that octagon dude i think he deserves it dude like the guy 
I like Folk, dude. He's one of my favorite fighters. I like the whole the whole city kickboxing gym, honestly, dude. Like even Dan Hooker's involved with them. Like, um, like their notable fighters is like Adesanya and Volk. I didn't. I don't know if you know that, but their teammates over there, yeah. City Kickboxing yeah, Dan that. Hooker. Um, Adesanya has a lot to say good about Volk. How he yeah, and how he yeah. first saw him. Adesanya. That's when, Volk, that's when Volk had hair on his head. Yeah. And to be on a 22-fight win streak in the UFC is crazy, man. And if he takes down Islam for this, honestly, dude, like, he's he's in GOAT talks. Yeah, he I, really I, is, dude. If he takes Volk down for the title and, and is in a 22 or 23-fight win streak after this, he's in GOAT talks. He really is. I think they're preparing Islam, the UFC, obviously, like, to Islam, he can't sell a fight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because he's quiet. Fight. His English isn't yeah. that good. That yeah. just like with the beat. Like, what was cool? Uh, what I thought like led up to this. He's like, "Where's that short guy?" After he won a title, mm-hmm. you know, like obviously there's good intentions with it. It's like, all right, let's build a little fight. But I'm not a a douchebag about it. But I also believe, like, dude. Um, what we were talking about before is like they're promoting the slap box a little bit more than they're promoting like two really good combat fighters going head to head for a possibility of a double championship. And, and this is a super fight, dude. This is yeah. number one and number two pound for pound. That's what I mean. Like this doesn't I, happen I, feel, often. I feel like exactly how you said number one and number two pound for pound. I feel like they're they're like pushing it off because like to be honest, and I understand Dana White's perspective, these guys aren't really the talkers. Like, they're not the guys who are going to go and talk crap, dude, in the press conferences. I don't even know. Was there even a press conference yet? Because normally they no. have. See what I mean? They have these press conferences before these big fights where you have the whole card there and there's people press conferencing. Unless they're doing it, like, now. They might be because I don't know what time it is over there in Australia. They might be doing it like right now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Normally, when they're in Vegas, they're shooting these press conferences and letting the guys talk a little bit of smack. Right. You know, all we might see is the little face off, dude, and which is stupid because, like you said, dude, Volk might go down as one of the best pound for pound fighters, but. I mean, dude, Islam is bred, dude. These Dagestanian guys are kind of different. It's insane to think of because, like, thank God for, like, Nelk, man. Like, you see now then actually what they go and show as people, like, behind the scenes. Like, mm-hmm. dude, sauna. You know, you're not even supposed to go from – I always learned this growing up. You're not supposed to go from hot water to cold water. And they're going from 100 and some degrees in a sauna – to negative degrees and jump in a frozen river dude your heart should stop yeah That's what i was always told growing up these guys are just built different man it's crazy dude the mm-hmm. the amount that they physically endure is ridiculous and this fight really is huge man and then like yeah. another thing that i definitely want to talk about right off the bat is conor mcgregor coming back dude he's coaching he's coaching ultimate fighter against michael chandler I know you're a big Michael Chandler guy. I'm not yeah, a very yeah, big. I'm also, I'm also a big. I'm I'm bigger on McGregor. Yeah, McGregor is one of my favorite, if not my favorite ever. Yeah. Just I think the the run that McGregor was on there when he became double champ is is unmatched. It, I mean, if Volk makes this double champ, then that's matching it. I think, but I just think Connor had an unmatchable run as of right now. But yeah, dude, what do you think? Who, like, with this tough, I mean, ultimate fighter thing, like, what what guys do you think are going to come out and fight? And, like, what do you think is even going to happen, dude? Because these guys don't like each other, McGregor and Chandler. Chandler's been yeah. calling them out for a while. And, like, I don't so, know if you ever saw when Chael Sonnen was coaching ultimate fighter. Him and, um, who was it? I think Wanderlei Silva. Was it? I think it might have been like Wanderlei. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. fought, dude. They were the coaches. Yeah. Last he was time, like, he's like, I can't let you get close. Yeah, he's, and he's squaring up, dude. Yeah. yeah. And the channel was wearing his flip flops. Yeah. yeah. And then last time McGregor was a coach, 
he was Here's what you're he right, was at the peak of his career, dude. At this point, yeah, he's just verse. yeah, just running his mouth. He, to yeah, he was about to, he was about to verse uh, Jose when he mm-hmm. fought or, yeah. Jose, or I think it was. He's yeah, like, "Don't fight and go like Jose." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was fighting Jose, and he just got done beating up um, Chad Mendez. Mm-hmm. And then Uriah Garbrandt, dude, is still an ultimate fighter. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, I'll do that something, was... I'll do something. And McGregor yeah. stands up and shuts him right up. I I think with everything, I think it's going to be um, a very good show to watch. Um, I think a lot of people will go and say, because I know it's half UFC vets that were cut eventually and half prospects. Mm-hmm. I think um, a lot of people are, are going to be like rooting to be like, oh, I want McGregor as my coach. For the simple fact that not even McGregor is a good fighter, like just they want to be around McGregor. And that's no disrespect to those guys. But I think if I had to pick, even if McGregor was a, a, a crap, a more of a lower fighter than Chandler, but he did what he did. I would go and take McGregor. Like I'd want him as my coach. He knows. We we kind of learned that fighting anymore in the UFC and boxing is not just how good you can fight. It's how good can you promote a fight. All right. You know, so I think like what Chandler did is how he called out McGregor a lot. He's very good at promoting. And um, what me and you have our differences with is I think Chandler's a very good fighter. But I also believe Michael Chandler is a guy that's like, hey, we're going to go and meet in the middle and we're going to have a dog fight, right? But Chandler is – you watch how good he does in those first, like, one one and a half to two rounds. He does really good to where you're like, yo, Chandler might win this fight. But then it's like, man, Chandler either gasses out towards the third, fourth, I think Chandler's a very good fighter, and that's what they said. Like, if you're going to press Conor McGregor like that, Dustin Poirier said it, is Conor is not one to come and play with. Like, he can tag you when you don't understand. He has length that you don't understand. Is It's just crazy. I, I think, I think though, I think we're going to have uh, – I love Conor, man. I love Conor, but I don't know why – I think Chandler's UFC is where they want him to be, and they might have Chandler win this, but I, I think McGregor should end up winning this fight. Deci- decision. I don't think he's knocking out Chandler. Though. I hope. I think, I think if a knockout comes, it might be like a fourth or fifth round, but I don't see like a first, a crazy first, man. I, I got a lot of respect for Chandler. See, I think – like the coaching aspect of it, Conor McGregor has some of the best stand-up knowledge in fighting on the entire planet. His stand-up game, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, stuff, when his his stand-up game in mixed martial arts, his knowledge in the game is some of the best on the planet. It's unmatched. I know guys in the M or the UFC. Don't really like McGregor just because of his cocky attitude. He makes a ton of money and just everybody hates on him. You know what I mean? Because everybody wants that fighter pay. And like I said, he's cocky. But when it comes down to the coaching aspect, yeah, I I don't and not I'm not saying this because I don't, I don't it's not even that I don't like Michael Chandler. I just think he doesn't deserve the fights that he gets because he I just I don't know. And but like I said, when it comes down to the coaching aspect of it, I don't think Michael Chandler is going to be a good coach because, like you said, he gasses himself in a round or two. What is he going to be teaching these these vets that were in the UFC and these young kids that are trying to make something out of themselves, dude, to, to bull rush in the first two rounds and and try to take them out? And you know what I mean? Like when he fought Poirier, dude, he was – so gassed he didn't know what to do and when he was on yeah. top of Poirier and he was bleeding and Poirier even said this. He's spitting on was, his back and shit. Dude, his nose was gushing blood and, and Chandler's putting his nose like this to fucking oh my bad. Um to like leak blood in his face and stuff, dude. <laughs> and that that's not cool, man. I think that's dirty. Yeah, and, he was, I heard it I actually heard dude he was like actually like holding his nose and like uh 
shooting the blood out of his nose mm. onto him and stuff. I heard that actually, dude. That he did stuff like that. Yeah, dude, it's messed up. But like, I think after the fight, like me as I think, um, I know we're gonna get a little off topic with this. I think as a fighter and as a person. I don't know if you know this. Um, why I like Mike Chandler as a person is because he actually has two kids that are adopted. Adopted. That's yeah. why. I, yeah, I respect him. Yeah, I, I really respect him, dude, like in that aspect. And I think like, dude, like coming from Bellator to the UFC is a hard jump. Like it's not incre- like easy, but he is going, dude. He's putting on like four and a half, five star fights with these guys like he might go and get his, his bell rung, but at the end of the day, dude, he's making a good amount of money helping his family out. And I think, dude, like, he called out McGregor for so long, and I guess McGregor only really took notice to one guy, which is crazy because, you know, I'm a McGregor fan. I know you are as well. But what, in your aspect, what really interests you by – if I can ask you, what interests you if you're Conor McGregor? Why are you taking this Chandler fight then instead of any other fight? You can go and pick any other. Is it because he's on a loss, a couple losses, or what? You want to know why I think Conor McGregor took this fight, honestly? For one, they're coaching against each other. That's obviously part of it. And... um, I think that he just watches Chandler fight. He sees that. He gasses himself so quick. And this is another reason why I think that McGregor's a better coach is because he's not going to be teaching his guys like Chandler does to bull rush and gas yourself in, in two rounds. Conor McGregor has very good cardio, too. And he's very good at balancing it through an entire five-round fight. Yeah, but we, we've also seen, though, McGregor gasses himself out. He will. He will. Yeah. Uh, there's, sure. a, there's a lot of fights like the Diaz loss fight. He was winning that up until he gassed himself out. Yeah, that is probably, true. Like the Khabib one, he couldn't help himself, man. Mm-hmm. When you're getting taken down, it's kind of right. hard. But there's a lot of fights, dude, that McGregor is not – they say, all right, he's not conditioned. No, yeah, you're right, I think. But compared to Chandler, I just think he he's watching these fights. He's seeing Chandler getting gassed. He's, he's already lost – Two fights to arguably two fights to Dustin Poirier. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. I think Justin Gaethje would be way too much for him to handle. Way oh, too much for McGregor. Yeah, I think Justin Gaethje would be way <laughs> too much for him to handle. Like he I, would. I, I, yeah, I think he needs a little bit of confidence. That though. kid, that kid, Justin Gaethje is is a gladiator, dude. Yeah. He will bang with it. He'll die in that ring. He yeah. does not care. And, and he has a good fucking hat. Oh. Yeah. And he then there's, good, he has that's a good like some of the top five there. And then there's, um, there's Oliveira would choke his head off. Yeah. Ted would pop yeah. like a balloon. And then there's his home. But Steve, it's tough. Though. It It is tough because dude, you, you, you couldn't, Go and necessarily say, yo, who's gonna really take McGregor down? He really did look, he looked like crap against Khabib, to be honest. But like, there was points where you'd say, all right, he looked all right in yeah, his defenses. But who really is gonna go and take him down like that when you know? Well, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard, but I don't know. I think Gaethje would have that hand on him, like that one hit that because yeah. Gaethje's a tough hitter. Big but time. like Islam, Islam reminds me a lot of Khabib. That's his problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know, man. I think, I think McGregor should beat Chandler. Should beat Chandler because I don't think if, if Chandler loses, I don't think he's out of the UFC. No, I mean, he's still gonna fight. Still, right? But I do think if he beats McGregor, that he might try to retire on that win. It's crazy. Chandler's yeah. kind of old, man. He's like. He's I, in I, don't know he's 36, I don't know if he's 36 yet or if he's – I know he's turning 36, but yeah, that's he, really old, man. And he came into the UFC at a at a late age. So Yeah, they never let him come into it. Like McGregor, yeah, he's the he's kind of the same age too. I think he's a little bit younger, but – I think McGregor's um, only like 33. Yeah, he's not as old as Chandler, but he's getting there. But McGregor Chandler, was also – he was also Chandler's a double champ. Yeah, he's thirty six now. 
Yeah, he's thirty six. Yeah, that's old, dude. Like yeah. this. And McGregor's thirty four. Yeah, and then that's what I mean too. Like McGregor's the younger fighter; he has the experience. If McGregor goes in here and now, comes out of nowhere and runs through um, Michael Chandler like he did Donald Cerrone when he comes back, when he came back, if he goes in there <laughs> and runs through Michael Chandler like he did Cowboy, there's no question about it. Conor McGregor is in the title talks for lightweight. Well, dude, like, it's Cowboy, though. You know what I mean? Cowboy was good at that point, though, man. No, no. Cowboy was good at that point, dude. He wasn't too bad. Well, they're up at 170, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're doing this at 170, yeah. So, McGregor came back. He looked beefed up. Dude, he's – the USAD has to check him, too, man. I love McGregor, but, dude, there has to be – Oh, yeah, he's on roids, dude, because he – he's juiced up. He was, he's filming that movie Roadhouse and stuff, yeah. dude. Like, he wants to look jacked on that movie set. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. He, yeah, he's there's no doubt, man. He's huge right now. He's going to have so, to get cleared and stuff, too. I mean, he might yeah. already – probably got cleared already, though, if they're scheduling. No, I, I was reading. They said that he hasn't declared yet to get back in. Oh, like, wow. He can still go and coach uh, the mm-hmm. – uh, Yeah, he can coach. Yeah. But um, he can't uh, enter the USAD pool and fight. I'm really excited to see McGregor back, man. So you have McGregor over Chandler? I have McGregor over Chandler by a little bit. What, what, will you say knockout or unanimous? If he does knock him out, I will say it'll be by a nasty a nasty counterpunch, and then he's just going to jump on top of him and start hammer fisting him probably. Yeah. And it'll probably get a TKO, but – I don't know. I can see Connor getting a decision too. Yeah, I I have Connor decision with Chandler. I don't I see no actually never mind. Never mind. I don't see a decision because I think both of them are gonna go right head to head. There's gonna be a lot of talk in the press conferences leading up to this. I think they're gonna meet in the middle. Like Chandler always says, "Why well, I like him." He's like, "We'll see who the first one that meets in the middle is." I like but he, he he was on um Taylor Lewan to tackle for the Titans. Yeah, he was on it. Chandler was on his podcast. He's like, I don't expect Connor to meet me in the middle. He's like, you know, like, oh, if we meet, Connor's a guy who backs up and counters everything. Like you said, a counter punch. So we'll see with that. I think I think Connor, man, like I think this is it for him though. If if a loss happens. I think you his career rides on this fight. Yeah. Not only this fight, the the impact he puts on this team in yeah. the ultimate fighter. Yeah, I don't necessarily think you'd be done. I don't I don't think you'd be done, but I think that he'd have to start what, just beating up on like the fifteenth ranked fighters and stuff. What like that. you think of when you think of Conor McGregor, like, oh, he's just he had this great run, you know. Well, mm-hmm. At least I think of him like that. Like I think of Conor McGregor as one of the UFC greats, not the GOAT, but like I said before, that run that he had was pretty good, dude. Like, yeah, I, I, champ ever. I look at like McGregor as a game changer. That's like, yeah, that's a yeah. that's a perfect word for it as a game changer. Like, yeah, I'll right. always respect Connor. Yeah, like I think he he taught a lot of guys, man. Like, for example, like Kobe Covington, You're a guy who was nothing, nothing like cocky or nothing, but you have to change your ways. To end up staying in the UFC, I told you before. I said the UFC isn't just a um, a fighting anymore; it's business. Can you go and promote this stuff? So we need you to promote it. And Conor McGregor, yeah, and Conor McGregor went and showed everyone, yeah. like you know, without Conor McGregor, a lot of these people would not. And that's why a lot of people say that they're goat, they're goat, and who they respect is Conor McGregor. He might have got his ass. Had it to him the, a couple fights, but at the same time, he it's a promotion, not a fighting thing. You know? Right, right. And like, there's, it's just, it's tough for McGregor, dude. It really is tough for McGregor. Like, I don't, I think, like I said, how you said he's, or like how you said he's a game changer. Like when you think of Conor McGregor, you think of him like a game changer. I think this fight defines if he's starting to get towards the end of his career like is this the same are we going to see the same conor mcgregor going against michael chandler that we saw beat up 
Eddie Alvarez. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely yeah, not. I don't think so. But I do think that this Conor McGregor that was is, is Conor that McGregor that was throwing elbows at Don, Donald Cerrone's face. I think that's the Conor McGregor we're gonna see come out here. And yeah, then, I, I definitely I agree with you. I think this is I think Connor kind of knows that this is it for him. Like mm-hmm. it is, and it's not like he went up against a a, a crappy fighter. I think he's going up against, like I said, I got a lot of props for, for Chandler. I think he's. I do too. I just think he's so, the easiest out of the top well, five. Out of, it, it, exactly what you're gonna say is he was the easiest to get with, out of the top like ten. You know what I mean? So uh, or five, wherever Chandler's ranked, I think he's in the top seven, right? He's in five. Chandler's right? like five, or he was when he fought Poirier. Yeah, I think yeah. So. I think that they have to where McGregor's like, all right, I can't go and beat up on a unranked or a 15-ranked opponent to get a title fight. But if I can beat Chandler, which Chandler, like I said, why he's respected, is Chandler goes head-to-head up until, like, dude, it's a dog fight up until these rounds. So we'll see what McGregor, I think McGregor ends up beating Chandler. I think McGregor ends up getting a title fight. Which shouldn't happen, dude. He should have to work his way up, but it's also Connor. You know, he's making money for the UFC. You know, so we'll see with that. Uh, yeah, that's a good take, man. But um, going off of that, I want to get off of that topic a little bit. John Jones is coming back, dude, in, in a couple weeks here, man. And he's he's transforming the heavyweight and... He he looks huge right now, man. Yeah, he looks. John Jones looks massive, and I've and I f- don't want to say like I follow everything he does and stuff like that, but I watch videos and stuff of him training and stuff like that. He looks good. Like people are saying, oh, Connor doesn't or not Connor. John Jones doesn't match up against guys that are heavier than him or matches weight. Dude, he he's looking sharp right now, man. He's been training for a long time. Um, trying to make this transformation to heavyweight. And at first he wanted Ninganu. In my opinion, Ninganu's scared of him. I think Ninganu, um, he's been fighting with Dana White over this contract for in the UFC for like two years now, man. And you're telling me right before this fight with John Jones is about to get confirmed, you're just going to suddenly back out of the UFC when you're definitely going to make money off of this because it's a John Jones fight. You're just going to back out of the UFC and say you're going to the PFL to try to make more money and stuff like that. No, let's be honest, dude. You're you're scared of John Jones. You obviously can't say that because you're a professional fighter, but it's the truth. And Cyril Gaon is a, pretty, he's a good heavyweight. He's a top five heavyweight. But John Jones, man, I just think is, is going to be a little too much, even though Jones is the underdog. I just think Jones, he's, in my opinion, honest to God, and I know Joe Rogan said this too, and I 100% agree with him. The only, I honestly think, dude, I would take John Jones in his prime as the best fighter ever, ever, to ever walk planet Earth, honestly. Like, he's, John Jones in his prime, dude, it was disgusting. This was a 23-year-old, 24-year-old kid running through people, running through some of the best fighters in the world, choking them unconscious, leaving them almost dead in the ring, not a care in the world. He was disgusting. The only other one that honestly honestly, I would put up against John Jones at the, in the prime is Mike Tyson. And I still think Jones would whoop him just because Tyson was a boxer. I I honestly believe it's a a really good money talk to get Jones back. I think that John Jones beats Cyril Gain in three rounds or less. Three rounds or less. Yeah, I don't. I um Big. watching watching Gain fight Bam Bam. I don't really think Bam Bam's that good of a fighter. I think he just has, like, hands to where, like, all right, if it hits, it happens. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, like Derek Lewis. Yeah, so, like, Cyril Gain, 
fighting Bam Bam, John Jones would tear Bam Bam up. And no offense, I I really do like Bam Bam. Just because like his personality, who he is, I think John Jones would tear Bam Bam up in less than a round. Like it would just be a funny thing to watch. But You're talking about Tui Vasa, right? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, a... yeah. I think John Jones would destroy him in a round. Me too. And I, I believe, though, this is good for business and this is good for everything that the sport ever needed back. Like, you, your top, top guys like Conor McGregor and John Jones, you just need them back. In- there is nobody who goes and can really promote a fight like these guys. Like, dude, John Jones is the biggest, like, news around the world. Where whenever he is and wherever he wherever he is, he is the big news. He won Adesanya for a while. It just wasn't coming out. And um, what you said about Nagano, I think there's just a lot of um distribution with money that has to be made with that. Like, why would Nagano fight John Jones if Nagano's on a contract to only make make eight hundred thousand, but John Jones is going to make 10 or 10 mil. You know, it's kind yeah. of crazy. Uh, like, dude, Fury Fury makes like 30, 30 to 40 mil a fight. Maybe even more. See, but UFC pay is... It's crazy, though. A it's lot crazy. of these fighters, like Bryce Mitchell, doesn't get make a dollar. paid a lot. Dude, he yeah. took that fight. He took this fight that he just lost recently when he had the flu and he came yeah. out and said that he, the only reason he took the fight is because he needed the money. Like you can't pay your fighters, dude, that are risking their lives to be in this cage. Every couple, every few months or so, dude, you can't even pay them that good, man. Like Dana White is a very, very wealthy dude, man. He's a billionaire. Yeah. And it's, for some it's reason, horrible. It's he horrible. picks and chooses, dude. Yeah. He picks and chooses who he wants to pay. He doesn't, it's not equal at all, man. Like, like you said earlier about um, Covington, Covington was making like next to no money when. And they're gonna come. Yeah, man, like he was living with um, Masvidal and stuff like that. Like he wasn't really. Don't get me wrong, Kobe Covington's a really good fighter, and I like yeah. Covington a lot. Um, but like personality-wise and like promotion-wise, he wasn't doing anything in the UFC, man. And they pretty much told him like, you need to get a personality and then he started with that like whole nerds and virgins thing you know what i mean and like the trump thing and support and like first responders and brazil out when he was like exactly like, yeah he called brazil a dump like that's <laughs> obviously gonna go <laughs> like that's obviously gonna go viral yeah. see but that's what i mean like why it's like it's not more about fighting anymore it's like can you promote us right you know, but like Kobe Covington, man, like he is, I, I believe besides in that division, there's nobody who can beat Covington besides Mara Usman. I agree. And and I think like it's it's very, it's very split, man. That last time they fought, dude, I thought that could have went either way or could have made a draw out of it. But I think like. I know a lot of people are saying Kobe's scared of Chimaev, Hamza. I don't think he is at all. I think he, like he said, he, um, what I was, what I read is he said, he goes, I'm not going to fight this guy. And as I'm the number one, if I'm not guaranteed to get a title fight. Yeah. So the thing is, is they're looking at it like, um, Usman's going to end up beating Edwards. I, I think Usman's going to He is going to. There's no way in I think hell. Edwards got lucky. There's no Edwards. way in hell that Usman went, loses twice in a row to Edwards. I, There's I, no I way. I think it was just a lucky shot to yeah. Edwards, man. Covington would run through Edwards. Bad, yeah. Covington would run through Edwards. Yeah. And like you said about the, the Chimaev thing – um. Chimaev is a tough SOB, man. But, dude, so is – like, Covington is just so well-rounded, man. His striking, I mean, he was Masvidal's best friend for a long time. Masvidal taught him so much about striking, and then Covington taught Masvidal so much about wrestling. And it's just, like, I I don't know, man. I think 
I, I, don't think, I, I really don't think, dude, nobody can go and beat Kobe like that. Like Me neither. That's what I mean. Like Kobe might even be a better wrestler than Shemayev, dude. He was an yeah. NCAA Division One wrestler. Yeah, I, I One think, of the best I, wrestlers in the entire UFC. Yeah, I think, like, with Kobe, dude, like, if he really, t- like, how I know, like, again, people say, like, oh, it's a boring fight to see someone wrestle the guy the whole time. But, dude, there's a difference when he was doing that to Masvidal. There was, dude, he wanted, instead of knocking Masvidal out, he kind of just wanted to show Masvidal, I can play with you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, all right, let's see who can knock one another. No, man. Like, we're going for, we're in a cage, this and that. But at the same time, dude, I think Kobe went and said, in his head, I was like, Man, Kobe sat on him probably just thinking, he's like, you can't do nothing when I'm on top of you. That's just crazy, man. Like, if you aren't if you aren't a wrestler, and uh, obviously I'm a former wrestler, stuff like that. Thanks for throwing I, that in there. Hey, thank you. <laughs> I, I, just, I think it's really hard to verse, like, a wrestler in a way. Like, even if they don't have hands – but obviously, you know they train boxing and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, in the UFC. But I think, like, dude, if you're a wrestler, man, and you know how to control someone on the ground, it's kind of hard. Absolutely. You know, that's why I think Kobe Covington, dude, is, like, a big fight to make. Like, yeah, it's boring to watch, but you also let Khabib do what he did. Like, Khabib was not an exciting fighter. Like, to be honest, I only ever gave Khabib his respect, dude, after he like his pops passed. And he was like, oh, this is it for me. But, like, dude, wrestling is a good sport. And at the same time, man, like, if you box and you go, if you can't defend wrestling, then go to boxing. You know what I mean? In a way. No, um, I 100% agree with you, man. And the with the whole Masvidal thing, dude. I wanted to talk about him a little bit tonight too, because he's fighting Gilbert Burns, dude. And I think Gilbert Burns is way, way too much for Masvidal to handle. But, I think, I think, I think Burns ends up knocking him out within four, within four. I think I think it'll end up being within four. I think that's a good a good. I think that was a good, really good fight to make, though, right? No, yeah, it is. It is a good fight to make, but it's because who else? Who Burns else is way, way, way too much for him. Yeah, but who else? Who else would have got Masvidal? Honestly, dude, dude I, maybe, I have no idea. Then I don't know, man. Honestly, maybe like Blue. Do you know who Blue Muhammad is? Yeah, yeah, and he's from, maybe him. They're trying to work him in with Covington. That's what I thought. That's who I thought was gonna fight. Um, Mazzy. No, I thought Blue Muhammad was gonna fight Gilbert Burns. Yeah, but see, they're two different. They're two different. Um, or two of the same. They're not cocky enough. Muhammad, he's cocky enough to go on um, BS with these guys. But I think, dude, I think Masvidal, dude. Will end up getting KO'd by Burns, and that might be the last you hear of Masvidal in the UFC. I don't even like Masvidal, dude. Me either. I think he, I think he's a cocky douchebag. Me too. Me too. I don't like That's him at all. And then there's difference, Steven. You know it. There's differences with street fighters, right? Yeah, absolutely. Compared to him, him coming into an and that's what he game. is, dude. He's and it's just for him to to run up on Kobe Covington with mm. ski masks, dude, and roll on him like that. And what did he Why did he do that in the cage? at his face or something like that, didn't he? I think I, I heard he sucker punched him. He did something crazy, dude. I know and then it's like what you're 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 this professional fighter, dude. You're and now he's a promoter. Like he does promotions and stuff, the game bread promotions. And now you're known as this guy who when he loses a fight into the UFC, he's going to be a sore loser, and then he's going to get his boys from the ghetto down in Florida and jump this guy that beat him in the cage. That, why? What, what, what point does that prove? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's annoying, man. I think Masvidal is so annoying, and I think when he, he need, 
Ben Askren in the face. I just think that was the luckiest he'll ever get. And even when he beat Darren Till, he was good back in like 2019, Masvidal. He was good. But that that's the only run Masvidal will ever have. He'll never be that same dude. And when he had when Masvidal had that run, I will say this, Kobe Covington was in his corner. And that was who was teaching him the wrestling and stuff like that, man. And ever since, it's like ever since Kobe and him have been beefing and stuff like that, it's just he hasn't been the same, honestly. And now Covington has a win over him. I I think, dude, with uh, Masvidal, right, I think there's just so much to think of with him. Is he or is he not a good fighter? Like, all right, yeah, he he beat Nate Diaz, right? But, like yeah. – I think that was all just like, dude, like, I love the Diaz brothers, man. I watch a lot of their, like, uh, documentaries and stuff. I think, dude, they were just kind of, kind of woofing them out, man. Like, I feel, I feel so bad for the Diaz, man. The Diaz guys, like, I feel like they're always throwing in this stuff, man, that they, all right, let's throw him to the wolves. If Chemayev didn't, if Chemayev didn't miss weight, right? I think it would have been a massacre on Nate Diaz's. Uh, no, me too. I was just thinking that earlier too. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to see Nate Diaz get absolutely obliterated, dude, in his final US. I'm kind of glad he didn't make weight, dude. Honestly, dude, because yeah. I'm in the Diaz army. Yeah, it's dead ass, <laughs> man. Like he's, he's man, dude. He's just like, dude. If you go and like read into what these guys did when they grew up, like if you watch the documentaries. Yeah, there's nothing, yeah. dude. Yeah, and like, and like, there's two brothers, man, and like, they just do really, they go off of one another, man. And like, I'm an older brother myself, like to another younger brother, and I always said, like, growing up, whatever, man, that that's how I looked at life. Like, all right, with wrestling shit like that, like, that's how it is for me. But Nate Diaz has my ultimate respect. I think he's gonna. I, he's training actually to fight Jake Paul in the mm-hmm. summer. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy, dude. Too because I posted on Facebook like nine months ago when Jake Paul beat. Who did he fight before he fought Silva? Fury or uh, not um, Woodley? It was Woodley. Woodley? Yeah, it was, I think it was Woodley. And yeah. and I said I posted on Facebook. I was like Nate Diaz or Jake Paul should box Nate Diaz next. And now it's looking like after the, the Fury fight, he's going to fight Nate Diaz. So I, I really hope he does. Yeah, they're arguing uh, before Paul's fighting in mm-hmm. uh, the like hallway or something. And I hate Jake Paul, dude. Do you? I cannot. Dude, I can't stand him. I cannot stand wait, him. Wait, wait, wait. Do you think then that he had with Fury and him, what he got there? It. <sighs> I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna beat Fury. Dude. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna beat Fury too. But Fury's Fury came out, dude, and like a couple weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, and was saying like that he's beating these dudes up in the gym that are world class fighters, and he's knocking them out and stuff like that. And Tyson Fury was backing it up, dude. And Tyson Fury was going, I, yeah, like he is. And Tyson Fury knows what Jake Paul's about. He knows he's a good boxer. I don't like Jake Paul, but I will say he's a good boxer. And Tyson Fury was even saying, like, yeah, he, my brother is knocking out world-class dudes in the gym. And um, I don't know. I don't Tommy's know. saying how him and his team have been watching Jake Paul fight since he first started, and they've been watching film on him and how his boxing fundamentals are just not there and how he's going to exploit every one of them, and he's promising that he's going to exploit every one of them. So you're going to take – you're taking Fury. I, I'm not taking Fury – but I'm really interested to see how this fight goes because if he's saying all this, dude, he, I don't want to hype Tommy Fury up because I'm not too sold on him. But Tyson Fury is his older brother. He's been fighting since he was 12 years old. He's been a professional for a very long time. And I like six and all though. I know, but Jake Paul, his, dude, his 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 opponents are like nineteen and like two hundred. I know, but it's 
I, don't I, know. I still, I have, Jake, I I still have, have Jake Paul. I would have took the same road though as Jake Paul. Like I would have fought people that have like he's fighting people that have a good MMA record, not boxing. Mm-hmm. I would have t- taken the same road, but like, dude, Fury kind of went the same way with boxing. Like, a lot of these guys, they don't have any quit in them. Like, oh, I lost, I won two matches, but I lost fifty some. Right. You know, it makes no sense. I would have quit after I won two and lost forty. Right. You know, so I I think Jake Paul ends up beating him, dude. And then, Me too. And then I think he starts getting like weird, weird, like weird publicity to where it's like oh could he actually beat real boxers now and then these idiots like i don't know who but i think like actual boxers are gonna end up starting to come and fight him but the second though i'll give this to jake paul though this and the second jake paul loses i think he might back out of boxing then it's weird like dude why would you back out of boxing after one loss and keep going why not keep going i just think dude he'll be a sore loser and will never box again after yeah. one time crazy as it is no um i don't i don't really know i don't watch a lot of like the youtube boxing thing you know what i mean like no, i'm not yeah. really huge I on that i keep up with like jake paul's fights but I'm not even gonna lie, dude. I don't even watch Jake Paul's fights. I just watch like the highlights and stuff that I see on Facebook. Yeah, I, I watch a good bit of Jake Paul. I honestly don't even watch them. Like I watched mm-hmm. one of the Woodley fights when he knocked Woodley out. Yeah, yeah. And it's that <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's just kind of like a joke, honestly, at this point. But what about what about then if you had to take? Um, we know a big fight's coming with Davis and uh, Garcia. I know you like who? You like Davis I like Tank. and Garcia, yeah. I like Tank, dude. I think Tank's going to – Tank lands – if Tank lands an overhand on Garcia, he's going to sleep. Mm-hmm. He's going to sleep, dude. There's – Ryan Garcia is a great – great boxer don't get me wrong he's super fast he's super efficient and he hits hard but javante davis dude he they don't call him tank davis for no reason dude he's a small guy and he hits so hard he knocks dudes in other dimensions and he's literally done it almost every fight that he's been in he's been putting dudes to sleep it's absolutely crazy and i don't i don't think he's gonna put um, Ryan Garcia to sleep. I don't think he's gonna knock down. I mean, I think he's gonna knock down Ryan Garcia. I, for sure. What are they? What are they doing? They're going twelve rounds, right? Yeah. Is it for a championship? Belts are weird in boxing, man. Probably, yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, but yeah. I have no idea. But probably. Yeah, I would assume though. I I like your take on. It. I think, dude, that tank has a heavy hit. And oh. also, dude, too. I don't mean to cut you off, but no, no, he was being promoted promoted by the best boxer of all time, people say, Floyd Mayweather. For a long time, Javante Tavis was under Mayweather promotions. Now he's not. I think it's because he gets in trouble and stuff all the time. I don't know the reason behind it, but Well um, yeah, I just, I just went on of uh on Rolly Romero or you know who he is who got Riley said the same thing, dude, that that Garcia's saying. Yeah, yeah, but Rolly's hanging out with Floyd Mayweather, too, dude. It's weird. Rolly's good, bro. They're in the same gym, dude. Like, they're they're going to the same gym, but they'll end up, like, fighting on these big promotions and Mm -hmm. stuff, which I never knew that up until I started, like, seeing Rolly's stuff. I was like, wow, these guys are actually, like, like, training in the same gym with, like, similar coaches. It's crazy. I think Roy Romero's a really good boxer, but I just watched him get knocked out and sparring the other day. Davis. Davis but made a joke Davis out of that is, kid. Yeah, Davis is what, though? He's 27 or 8, right? He's young. I think he's 28. See, I thought he was younger than that, dude. No. He's, it's, yeah, it's crazy, man. He's like, It's crazy to think that this dude's just entering the prime of his career. He well, he said he only wants to do five more years at tops. 
I can see it. He's gonna be in. He's gonna have goat status by then, dude. If he see what I mean though, what UFC and boxing, man, you go and get stuff under your belt, and you're like, you know what? I can go and leave it all right now. Like Floyd, I give him his respect, but like, dude, you were not going up. You're not the the most talented boxer. You're not the most decorated boxer of all time. In my opinion, it's Muhammad Ali. Who'd you who'd you verse, bro, besides Manny Pacquiao? To be yeah. honest, man, like honestly. And then, did you ever see the the um the video of him like when the fight got stopped? The fight got stopped, and he just like when he bit when the guy bit him, and then he he hit him when the ref wasn't looking. Dude, he just starts cracking him, you know, and he wins <laughs> the fight for it. Like, what yeah. is that? The and they don't say dude. nothing. Dude, the guy who bit him, dude. The guy who bit him, and then he they get in the corner or something like that. And then as the ref's not looking, he knocks the guy the f, f out, man. Dude, it's <laughs> he was getting <laughs> mauled that whole. I do not here, think dude. that he's the goat. I think it's Muhammad Ali, and that's just the yeah. end of the goat talk for that. But yeah. I yeah. think like, like I know a lot of people are like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was just like, yo, the guy you want to go and view yourself as. Like, he wasn't – he was a really good fighter, but at the same time, dude, like, Mike Tyson was a guy who was like, hey, I came from nothing. I had a really, like, bad childhood. Respect to Mike. But at the same time, man, he was like – I like, dude, he always viewed him losing to these opponents. And what well, that's what's crazy is, like, I dreamed about these guys, like, killing me, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he just came out and kicked the hell out of all of them. So Mike Tyson, I think, is, like, one of the GOATs. One of the GOATs, man. He should definitely be up in there. I know he's not – doesn't have the best record. But, like, but I think he should definitely be up there. down to a fighter being in his prime. Yeah. Iron Mike, man. malicious, dude. Baddest man on the planet. Yeah. Baddest yeah. man on the planet. And still but, to this day, man, I wouldn't go and take I would I'd take freaking uh Iron Mike over, over Iron Mike over who you like a little bit. Yeah, over Dwayne the Rock Johnson, I'd have Mike Tyson over. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> me too. That's what I got to say about that. Yeah, I think that's all I have to say too. But um Thanks, guys, for listening to the first episode of Ringside Talk, man. Um, Next week, hopefully, we'll have Braden Harvey on. And thanks for listening. Thank you, guys.